Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show and on this episode we are looking at a German film which has mm. actually been out since 2017 but it seems like it's just recently kind of making waves, uh, at least in the mainstream, everywhere mm. else. Yeah, I, well, I think this week is when it officially came out, like uh, on the US. Like, uh, it came out on VOD and uh, yeah. Blu-ray. It maybe might have had like some small theatrical runs before, but I think this is like the major release. I, I, I don't know if it had runs, but it was definitely in festivals. It was in yeah, yeah. It was at Fantastic Fest in twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, London Film Festival twenty seventeen. I, I think it did a lot of festivals in twenty seventeen and eighteen, but. 2019 seems to be when it's just made its way everywhere else. So, um, this is, so I should tell you, the, the movie is, it's uh, Hegazusa, <laughs> if I'm saying that even remotely right. You can see the title <laughs> in, the, in the title <laughs> of the episode uh, and pick your pronunciation. Uh, Hegazusa, which is a German film. Um, and notably, uh, I did a little bit of research afterwards. I know I know oh. this, is supposed to, this is supposed to be Tim's wife's job, but um, <laughs> I, I was a little bit curious and I, I stumbled onto the fact that this was actually technically the director's uh, graduation film at film school. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, he, he did like kind of crowdfund to actually get it to this level that it is. But I will say this, before I even say anything else about the movie, this does not look like a student film. This looks like a le- no. 100% legitimate no. professional auteur's mm. film. So credit yeah. where credit is due, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Lucas uh, Feigfield, Fiji Field, whatever you praise it. Uh, I've messed it up. I apologize. Um, I-, I did like four years of German in high school as well. <laughs> I don't know how to do any of this. Um, Scheiser. Anyway, uh, so this is a film that has been referred to as the the Germany's answer to the witch, and um, I think I think I'll start off by saying, I mean, <laughs> I know what Tim's new favorite movie to masturbate to is. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Tim, Tim said said on Twitter a couple of days ago. We'll start spoiler free, by the way, and we'll give you warning yeah. before we get to spoilers. Uh, but Tim said a couple of days ago on Twitter because uh, he watched it a little bit earlier than I did and he said there's a scene in this movie that Peter's going to make fun of me with <laughs> and I was watching the movie and I was like was this the scene because there's a scene where there's a lot of goats and I was like oh there's a lot of goats here is it just because there's goats I mean I guess yeah, I'll, yeah I think of Tim when I see goats because he likes goats yeah. but there's a scene <laughs> <laughs> that we'll just say gets a little erotic with a goat yeah. and I just started laughing. I, I, I burst, you know, it's not because the scene itself is funny. I burst out laughing because I just thought of you. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. baby, I'm going to go to town on this. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I like there, there's basically like three things that usually like people will uh, associate with me. And yeah, any kind of type of like goat related thing is usually uh, yeah, the big like it's it's, you know, hey, it, it's my brand. I'm cool with it. And it's I'm, goats, I'm OK. With, it's pizza. It's Hellboy. Yeah. That's your three yeah. things. That's your t- <laughs> Timmy. Tammy it's which it, Pedia, I don't know. <laughs> my holy trinity of what makes up my soul, I guess. Uh, oh, but I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of died down in recent years. But yeah, there was a time whenever there was like you know a goat story, like you know there would always be something like, you know, oh police have to rescue a goat from a tree in Florida or something like that, and I would have to read it like five times because people would post it on my Facebook wall or whatever. But <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, as I was watching this, I was like, oh cool goats, and then yeah, we get to this one scene, and I'm like. 
<sighs> okay, I'm just trying to go in, into my head, like, all right, what joke is Peter going to make about this? Like, he's going <laughs> to insert me into the character's position? Is he going to uh, say, like, oh, I must have been excited when I saw it or something? But, yeah. <laughs> you are excited. You can deny it, but you were excited. Um, no, but we'll save that for spoilers, because I don't want to get too deep into what happened in the scene, but... Um, so this is a slow burn of a film, much like The Witch. I mean, if you're going to compare it to The Witch, I guess the things that, that do hold true between the films is that they're very specific period set, and this is the, this is the Dark Ages. Uh, this is, we've got, a, you know, a, a woman is the main character. We definitely have themes of, of repression, themes of of uh, of solidarity. Oh, no, solidarity, sorry. Uh, themes Isolation. Of, uh, uh, seclusion was the word I was looking for. <laughs> And I ended up with solidarity somehow. Uh, it seems of seclusion. Uh, it seems of basically being driven to the extreme by everyone else, even if you know. And it's it's more society's fault that you go this certain way than than whatever. Those themes are there, and it's a slow burn. It's moody, and it's definitely not for someone who just wants jump scares. It's not for someone who wants you know someone doing a lot of kills or anything like that. This is a slow burn, a psychological film where ultimately. It's kind of up to the audience if how much of anything that, that may have been supernatural happened, or if it was just all uh, representations coming from the character. You know, was it mental illness? Was it this? Was it that? There's mm -hmm. all those kind of elements to play. Uh, so I never heard of this. You said to me like, "Hey, can we do this next week?" And I said, "Sure, mm -hmm. whatever." <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. <laughs> I yeah, I, I like I just read a like an article I think on Bloody Disgusting who actually put the film out. Uh, I think they were yeah, some instrumental in, in some way of releasing it. But uh mm. yeah, they had an article about it and then I watched the trailer and I was blown away but bl blown away by the trailer. I was blown away. I, I... <laughs> I got to Australia. I was blown away. <laughs> As blown away, mate. But no, I, I thought like it looked, um, yeah, like phenomenal. And, uh, you know, and it, it was actually playing at a theater near me, but it was in Th Santa Monica and the only like show times were at 9.55, which uh, I'm usually in bed at 10. So I was like really weighing, like, should I <laughs> actually drive all the way out to Santa Monica to see this. And then ultimately I, I didn't do it. I, I just bought the Blu-ray, but, um, yeah, I honestly, I'm, I'm not really exactly sure how I feel about this movie. I think it, it's kind of a mixed bag for me. Cause on the one hand, I think like it is just an absolutely beautiful looking mo movie. I think it sounds great. And, you know, it, it does what's usually, you know, the best part of these kind of like slow burn movies is it just, you know, really creates this great mood and atmosphere. But then at the same time, like, I just feel like not that much really happens. Like, you know, I, I'm okay with a slow burn movie, but I, I feel like usually there, you know, there's more of a point, uh, you know, that the character feels more like a, a character as opposed to, um, you know, it kind of just feels like you're basically just kind of watching this person live. Like, it doesn't really feel like there's much of a, you know, like, progression to it, which, I don't know, ultimately kind of leaves me, like, unsatisfied on that point. But, uh, again, at the same time, though, it's really hard to deny, like, the quality of the filmmaking in it. And on the third hand, there's that hot goat action. 
Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, that's going to obviously bump my score up by, by the end, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, it's funny because the closest thing I would compare this to, bizarrely, uh, and I don't think there's anything we've ever done in the show where I've compared it to this, okay. is actually the Lars von Trier. It feels like a Lars von Trier film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, and it is very slow. It's very moody. There's a lot of atmosphere and kind of this this overall sense of dread and the kind of like things are spiraling out of control. Um, but it, you know, it's a lot of long takes, a lot of just atmospheric kind of moody shots. And I'm into all that. I like you know, it's a pure, it's a, this is a full on art house movie. And uh, you know, oh, yeah, so, yeah. cinematography is great. He's mentioned the soundtrack. The music's very kind of unique and got this really rough sound to it, uh, which is really good. Um, and it, there's not like early on it's got really simple plot elements and it kind of just goes through these plot elements and it really works because it's really moody as the film gets to its kind of third or fourth chunk because it's split into four parts there's like sort of like the the, the titled you know the first one's uh shadow yeah. the second one's i think horn third one's blood and the last one's fire and it, by the time it gets to the last couple it starts to get a bit more just downright kind of like abstract and less and less coherent yeah. intentionally and that's fine but um i will say the movie that i found it harder to kind of connect with it once it started doing that yeah. a little bit uh and in, in that last chunk um i would say i like it overall though I, th- I think like i'm really intrigued by this director and like what he's going to do in the future I, yeah i i think this was that was my ultimate takeaway is i don't know necessarily if like if it's just a you know like it or hate it uh situation i'm gonna fall more on like it but um i I wasn't crazy about it but it did definitely leave me saying like i super want to you know interested in what this person's gonna do next like uh, especially if they can kind of you know mix the filmmaking technique with something that maybe is a little more story or character driven like i'd be Mm. really interested in that and there's definitely like um I'm not going to say I, I understood everything that happened in this movie because I, I really yeah. didn't. <laughs> Certainly yeah. not in that last chunk. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I got a good sense of themes and a good sense of kind of like some of the things it was playing with. Uh, like the idea of uh, sexual repression, the idea of, uh, you know, just, just various other things. And it, you know, one of the themes, of course, is that like, you know, it's the Dark Ages. Everyone thinks that's the main character, uh, Alburn, is, is a witch and that her mother was a witch. And, you know is there any truth to that is there anything that's even remotely like true about that and they they kind of like you know chastise her they they they, they ostracize her they they don't include her they make fun of her and she lives kind of on her own at this little farm this little goat farm <laughs> by herself <laughs> and you know there's, there's, a, there's a plot where she she kind of befriends another woman in, in, the, in the nearby village and that kind of goes to this sort of conclu- this this conclusion because at one point I, I thought it was going a very specific direction at one point mm-hmm. and it didn't even go there at all it completely yeah. turned um yeah. you know f- from where i thought it was going and the ending gets so abstract and so kind of just like a psychedelic and in, in what in what it's mm-hmm. doing and and it's like i, I don't know it's, it's hard to fathom a, a lot of what's going on in the last chunk of the movie yeah. but which does does drag it down a little bit, but I I do think that there's a there's an intense grab of attention for at least a lot of it, and the 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 mood and like the uncomfortable things that happen. There's a lot of once we get to spoilers, there's a lot of moments I can point to and say, 
that moment made me go, huh? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here? Or, or what? One of which is the aforementioned goat scene, which Tim, of course, was a big fan of. So... And yeah. I, I think the performance as well is really good. I think the actress playing oh, Auburn yeah. uh, doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Is even though it's a German film and it is in German, there's actually so little dialogue that is next to irrelevant that you need subtitles. Yeah. There's only, only a few lines here or there uh, that the the matter. Um, did did um did did you actually watch the trailer uh, before you watched the movie or? Did you just kind of go in? No, I just I just jumped in. I had no idea what this oh, okay. was. <laughs> yeah, because I, I felt like the trailer was like a little misleading because it, it kind of like almost seemed like it was going to be like a Mandy type of movie where, mm. you know, like because it, it seemed very yeah trippy and psychedelic. I, I think they had like a quote from a critic that called it like a medieval feminized eraser head, which <laughs> I kind of disagree with that uh maybe i I guess in in some parts but like um i i definitely that's why i was like really excited about it because i thought oh man this is gonna be like a crazy trip and it definitely does get you know weird and psychedelic but not in a like uh not in a way like mandy or something which i i I thought was like you know very you know exciting and 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 felt like a ride and stuff like this it's in a, a much more you know, subdued, quiet way, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I, I think it kind of left me wanting a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we'll give the spoiler warning so we can actually talk about, like, what goes on in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so full spoilers for the movie. Uh, the first chunk of the film is is when uh, Albert's like a girl and it's her mother uh, who's with her and it's, you know, thick snow, they're, they're kind of on their own. Um, we, we, they get this visit from three characters who are wearing, like, like animal masks, mm-hmm. uh, middle of the night, saying, oh, you should burn witches, blah, 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 which kind of sets up kind of the, the main theme of the movie. Um, and then the mother gets sick. Uh, and, mm-hmm. Joe, I just want to, this is a, a weird anecdotal, just little thing here, but I, I, I actually, because yeah. she falls in the snow, because they're outside, and the mother kind of slowly turns around and falls in the snow, I found this really satisfying, just because there's something about falling on completely flat snow that's that thick that I just find really... Oh. <laughs> It's a dopamine hit. I'm just like, ah, oh, see, see when yeah. it snows and it's just, you get the perfect flat bit of snow and you can just disturb that's it. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like pot and bubble wrap. I don't know. Just something about it. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we, we see that she's got, you know, these big boils on her, on her skin and it, they kind of start to definitely, spread. Yeah, definitely like uh, some very like unsettling like scenes in mm. here. And and it's not like, you know, there's a, there's a creepiness to it, but it's not like a... Um, uh, you know again it's not like she you know the mother or whatever she's not like a cackling witch and there's not like jump scares or things you know popping out but it's just unsettling yeah seeing this you know kind of like decaying woman and, and there's, you know, a, there's eventually take a scene there's eventually her. a scene where she does come across as more creepy although before that i wanted to mention though uh, when the doctor comes by to check her and there's a nun with her there's a really creepy shot where the nun's kind of like it's like a pov shot from from the mum looking down her bed from from from, from oh, yeah. her head and the nun's kind of up close and it's like this she sort of got her head tilted like down but there's a mm. second where i swear the nun's like smells at her really really evilly like this really evil grin <laughs> like she's happy she's sick um and it's but it, like, her head's tilted at such an angle that it's like i doubted if she really did it or not and it it, it maybe yeah. that again that's like a, a theme of the movies like you know we're, we're doubting <laughs> if like anything supernatural or witchcrafty mm. is actually going on um and 
so, so there's that. But the, the real creepy scene, though, is that, you know, uh, Auburn gets up in the middle of the night because uh, her mother shouts on her and she invites her into the bed and they're just, you know, kind of just embracing each other. But then the mother starts getting weird and starts, yeah. you know, holding her tight. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what her hands were doing, like, under the covers at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think given the themes of the rest of the film, though, and the, the sexual repression and the masturbation that comes in the, the, the next chunk... I have to assume she is molesting her. Yeah, under the covers. Would, uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that would uh, make yeah. sense. Yeah, um, and she, she she relatively quickly kind of like runs out the bed, but like as soon as she yeah. walks in the, into the scene, though, like the mother does look a bit more evil. There's kind of a witch witch like yeah. quality to her when she's lying there in that bed. Um, and then you know the mother eventually like, runs out and like dies in the, the the woods, and it's like you know that that's that's kind of the first chunk. Uh, and then you know we cut to you know adult Auburn and now she's ostracized and she, she she's you know the way she, she gets this friend who comes and sees her Swinda um and she ends up just it's all just like a, some sort of sick game to her it's just she's pretending to be nice I think there's a very obvious uh, symbolism she gives her an apple at one point uh implying she might be not you know trustworthy snake and all that um bible yada yada <laughs> bible yeah garden of eden all that nonsense uh, and it's it's all this weird thing because she interests him to this guy and they take her up to a hill and he has sex with her and like you know strangles her as he's doing it um as her you know her supposed friend swind that just kind of lies next to her and just kind of like stares at her and it's because mm-hmm. i thought where this movie was going before this point is that i thought this was going to be a story about uh auburn being gay because she seemed to be attracted to yeah to Swinda, and mm. th- th- it was during this section of the movie where we have several scenes. There's a scene where she she masturbates in bed, and mm. and it's kind of this intense thing where it seems like she's not done it before. Um, and this is obviously after the the scene with the goat, where she's milking <laughs> the goat, and as she's milking the goat, she gets kind of aroused and yeah. starts touching herself. We get all these close-ups in slow motion of the goat being milked, and at one point she brings a hand up, which is covered in goat milk, directly from yeah. the goat, and like it's starting to like lick it. And I'm like, this is like so erotic and over the top. Tim's loving this. This this is Tim's new fetish. Oh hi, actually, what am I saying? New. <laughs> this is this is the this is the personification of Tim's fetish that he never thought he would see on screen. <laughs> I mean, I I do like that the goat was represented, and um, you know what I I say, you know, Alburn, you do you. If as long as you're not hurting the goat, if the goat's into it, if you're into it, you know, have fun. I'm not here to to shame anybody. Did you did you just imply the goat could give consent? Is is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? If, if there if there's a way the goat can like can let you know like, hey, I like this. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Then sure, why not? Who am I to stand in, in the way of that? <laughs> it gets interrupted though. But the, the, the scenes where she's kind of smelling because at first she's really quiet and then she she eventually opens up to Swindell and talks to her and smells at her. And I was like, okay, I, I think this is going down this path. And I think that made sense with the theme so far, because again, the, 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 to this point in the movie, I'm thinking it's about how the the main people, the people in charge, the religious people of the time, anyone who is different, they see as evil. They think Jewish people yeah. are spreading the plague. They think that because she's on a lo- on her own out in the, the woods, she's, she's a witch. 
and she's weird mm-hmm. and i think the idea of like how they would see a gay person would would play into this right it's just like mm-hmm. they see you as different therefore you must be evil uh, and you're corrupting mm-hmm. but it turns out that this is all this this this, this sick ruse with swindon this other guy and like, almost like a sick fetish they've got or whatever and yeah, it's this kind of because you know the scene after this happens, uh, which I, I mean, essentially it's a rape scene. I mean, I, I guess mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really thinking of it in that that context, but it is really. I oh, mean, totally, she, yeah. she doesn't resist, but it, she's very much kind of forced into the situation. And yeah, there's a scene where after this happened, she's just left on this hill and she just lies there. Like, there's a long shot where she's lying there for for a long time and eventually gets up, but it's this long like five minute static shot of her like just slowly getting up as as if she she is like struggling to deal with what just happened and it's this you know and <laughs> like and i think this is the last section where like i clearly had like a plot of what was going on because I, I think the next two sections are where it gets really really abstract and she yeah. you know is this the, the the next section she like walks out into like the swamp and goes underneath and there's imagery where her blood or mixes with like the 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 leaves underwater which kind of looks like blood vessels and it's almost like she's been reborn in a satanic way Mm -hmm. or (laughs) yeah no and there's and that was after she uh took the mushroom right yeah she treats a mushroom in the forest which again could just be psychedelic and that's why she's yeah going nuts and you know her baby dies Mm -hmm. and which did she wait did it did it die from something else or did she drown it well because she had the baby when she went into the swamp and it was kind of abstract okay. as to what happened to the baby but then she finds it dead later as if she maybe had it on her the whole time and uh the baby yeah. was dead and i was like so if you're reading this as she actually is choosing to become a witch like did she just sacrifice her baby to satan or something like that is, is that was yeah you know the literal so the- thing that's happening here yeah, like the one thing I was kind of thinking about it, and I mean, yeah, it, there is definitely a lot going on in the movie. I, I feel like I would probably need like another one or two watches, uh, you know, to really fully, you know, develop, you know, what what I think. But like, uh, I don't know, I, I definitely seem like there wasn't this idea of, you know, like you're saying, like society is, you know, kind of making you this outsider. But then I think there's this idea of like, you know, you you becoming the thing that you know people like are, are saying that you are like because uh, yeah. it, it seems like they have maybe some witchy qualities but they're not like you know evil cackling kind of things that you know people would be afraid of but then it seems like because I, of that and, and again of course it's like well is she actually becoming a witch here or is she just yeah is she, is she just like on hallucinogens and is she just mm-hmm you know mentally ill is she just going nuts because of how she's treated yeah. and because of what's happened to her like but both kind of make sense or is she becoming a witch out of vengeance does she want to become a witch and tap into her power because you know screw them this is how they treat yeah. me like you know I'm, I'm becoming what they fear what they yeah, fear i am yeah. um and you know then you know probably the arguably the most kind of shock value thing in the movie is that she eats her baby yeah um and <laughs> Because you see a dead baby, and then you later see kind of a cooked, like, hunk of meat. But it's like, wait a minute, that's the baby. And the, the size is like, yeah. you know, the skeleton. Like, it's just, you know, it's the baby. Yeah. And the movie ends with her going out on top of the hill, uh, which at one point someone said something about, this is where, you know, they can't see you. You can be free up here. 
and she just yeah. like falls down. It's very similar to when she was like just had has just been raped and she was on the on the hill. She's just lying there for a long time and then she bursts into flames. Just slowly the fire starts and the movie ends with her on fire and you know, the credits yeah. start to roll. <laughs> like that's how the movie ends. <laughs> uh, not to gloss over a couple of other key key elements where she's got her mother's skull in the corner of the room and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a little display. Uh, she at one point kills a she rat is... and pisses on oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so like that's like a thing i don't know if like when i saw that i was like i'm assuming this is like maybe a a witch thing like yeah i don't know if there is a you know type of spell or ritual or or something that might uh that might involve uh but i mean again like you said i don't know maybe she's just a crazy person or something or just like losing her mind that she's like screw i'm gonna piss on this rat yeah and then at one point she finds i did like that scene though because i don't like rats yeah uh, and there's there's an scene where she finds a wolf pelt that's kind of wrapped up in like the barn uh, and then it kind of unravels and all the guts all come spilling out and stuff i wasn't i wasn't sure was that supposed to be implied that like someone left that for her like if the villagers were like hey like i think so you know like okay well i think think that was the idea or i wasn't sure if it was that or again if it was like ooh, some weird supernatural thing is happening again i think it's open to interpretation i think there's very few things in this movie that are clearly this or that (laughs) um they're they're very much you know because because there's a scene right right at the start of the second section she goes to see the local like priest or whatever and he basically says ah we have to get rid of these bad elements of society and kind of implies that it's her and uh you know it kind of sits up again like she, she is ostracized they, they all don't want her they want her to be gone they don't want her in, her, in the village they don't want her near everyone else it's a, it's a whole thing um yeah the, the movie the movie's like got an incredible tone it's got incredible atmosphere and it carries it for a long way i think the the last chunk of it maybe gets a little too art house with and i don't mind it getting super art house like i'm okay with it being psychedelic as shit in the last like 20 30 minutes I think the problem yeah. is, is that maybe in the last 20, 30 minutes, it could use just a little bit more context, just a little bit more context for, you know, what's going through her head. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem. And, and I mean, maybe that's the issue you have with a, a character who is so alone and there's, you know, so little dialogue and stuff is you never really get much of a sense of her like personality, I, I guess. Like I never really like, I, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely feel bad for her and, you know, there's, uh, you feel the isolation and stuff that she's dealing with, but yeah, like I never really get, you know, too much of a sense of like, you know, what does she want? You know, like mm. what is she, I don't know, trying to achieve or, or something. It, it's tough. <laughs> um, I don't think she's just trying to achieve anything. She's just trying to be left alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no, and no one will let her basically like, because that's just like, because I, I don't know it just feels like though that for a movie I, I feel like i don't know that i want there to be like some type of goal or something to you know that you're trying to do it like it just feels kind of like it's like a you know snapshots of her life which well, maybe well, could I, be interesting well but i think I in know. this movie though it's a tragedy because like she is just trying to be left alone and people just won't let her sure and i, I started to yeah. like you know uh, I, I, I think maybe it was hinted at one point she had been raped previously and that's where the baby came oh, from yeah um because at one point i was even starting to speculate if the baby was even real 
Sure, yeah. But uh, Swinda did see the baby at one point, so... So yeah. I think I think the baby was real, but like at one point I was even speculating like is the baby even real? Is, is this all just some kind of weird, like she's becoming her mother, so she needs a kid to become her mother, like in her head? Oh, true. Yeah, I I, I forget. Did she have the baby before? You know, she got raped by Swinda and that guy. Oh yeah, she had the baby long before that. Yeah. Oh okay okay. Yeah, in all fact, because right, so... I I kept saying like like she's leaving the baby alone a lot. Like she doesn't have she has a babysitter. Yeah. True. She keeps going off with Swinda and leaving the baby to to, to her own devices. Yeah, probably like tons of wolves around. I know. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to. She's clearly messed up. I'm not going to like sit and debate her parenting skills at this point. I suppose. Um, <laughs> sure. But you know, there's, there's, there's no lot, child services back then. Uh, but there's a lot of elements, like little details to note. Like at one point, she's breastfeeding and the baby won't like, you know, won't drink from her. Like the baby won't feed, <laughs> um, and. I thought that was an interesting little detail there. It's like, okay, this idea that the baby knows something's wrong with her or doesn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, to take anything from her. Even even the baby is like shutting her out. Yeah. Um. And again, maybe this is maybe goes back to the idea of it just being a mental illness and the idea that she, you know, if this is just from her perspective, is she reading this that way? When it doesn't mean that at all. Some babies just don't like breastfeeding. <laughs> like it's just that simple. Um, that's true but this is a simpler time where not everyone's necessarily came to that conclusion yet you know they have all these mm-hmm. their preconceived notions of what things should be and how people should be mm-hmm. uh, and so even she's maybe a little bit guilty of that in that sense I don't know um, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting things going on here there's definitely themes at play mm-hmm. but it is definitely a bit murkier the, the, the more it goes on and as far as the ending goes when she you know she catches on fire it's like if, if this is witchcraft and you know, if she did, if she was really a witch, why did she want to burn herself at the end? Did she she mm-hmm. is it because she killed her baby and consumed the baby and she felt awful about that that she mm-hmm. she just wanted to die? It was like I don't want to be a witch, so she, she just ended it. Sure, yeah. yeah, or yeah, is that like a I don't know something like you know her body going to hell or or something it's, like that? Is it a guilt thing? If you go way back yeah. to the start of the movie, the, the one of the first things we ever hear. Or the characters outside the house when she's a little girl saying you're oh, witches, yeah, yeah. you should be burned, right? Yeah. Um, is she doing this because she believes she's become a witch and because she believes she deserves it? Because society's made her mm-hmm. think she deserves it, which is a really sad tragedy that you know, society's con- convinced her that she doesn't belong. And then that's that. You know, that's that's the tragedy here, right? It's the idea mm-hmm. of any anyone who's ever been made to feel like they should just kill themselves because they're not what society deems them to be acceptable or whatever. So that's what the movie's saying. And if it's mental illness, then is this just a straight up suicide that's more traditional? And it, you know, to, to us, it looks like it might be supernatural because it looks like she just burst into flames, or is yeah. it, you know, is it is it actually more simple than that? Um, mm-hmm. is, is is it less of a logical plot ending? Is it more just representative of like what the the townsfolk have done to her, who have literally resulted in her turning, you know, burn, burn, you know, bursting into flames? Yeah, is it more allegorical than it is literal? Totally. <laughs> Any thoughts, Tim? Any thoughts? I've been spewing <laughs> ideas for the last five minutes. Give me something. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it's hard because it's uh, like I don't. Know, ultimately, what I just keep coming back to is like I just don't really like care too much about what's going on, but it just looks and, and sounds so good that i'm 
like I, I do feel like I'm intrigued by you know the I guess the filmmaking you know qualities of it and uh, I'm a little bummed I actually didn't get to see it in theaters because I feel like that would definitely be the optimal setting because it's like you know definitely at, at home you know especially with slower movies you know you have more distractions around and stuff mm-hmm. so it's I, I like seeing stuff like this in the theater when it's just like you're just forced to, to focus on it it, it definitely but, has a, an experience kind of vibe to it and i may have even liked it more if it wasn't if it was in a theater um yeah as it, as it is it's kind of like a really solid first step from a director who wants to like do really mm-hmm. clearly wants to wants to do von trier wants to maybe do a little bit of david lynch yeah. wants to do kind of the the auteur cinema i think it's a mm-hmm. promising start especially if this is essentially the, the final shouldn't film that he did uh, yeah and that and that's really interesting to learn that because it definitely does feel like a student film like i mean normally i i would think you know student films are usually like a little shorter or something but like you know i could see like a you know kind of like art house like 15 minute student film or whatever about kind of like you know the life and day of a you know medieval witch or whatever but um yeah like on such a scale like this uh that was really surprising to find out so it would definitely be very interesting to see what he would do with uh you know uh, a bigger budget bigger scale and um and and again i just feel like i want maybe yeah more of a focus on like story stuff and and less of a you know just a uh i, I guess a you know character piece or whatever but i, 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 mean, don't, I, I don't think all... i don't think you're gonna get it though i feel like if there's one thing i take away from this movie is i think this is the type of thing he wants to make and i, I feel sure. like most of his movies are probably going to be this ethereal and but yeah. ho- hopefully, hopefully an improvement. No, hopefully something that clicks a little bit better. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, like like the other people you mentioned, like you know David Lyncher. You know, I'd probably also compare it to. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I forget the uh, the guy that did you know Mandy and uh, Black Rainbow and stuff. Uh, uh, Cosmos. Uh, yeah, something. so it's so, uh, uh, it's cause it's like a P something. Yeah, Cosmatos. It's the Cosmatos. Yes. Yeah. But like you know, I I could see you know maybe being similar to yeah like that those kind of style of directors which uh, but I I think the difference with you know the movies that those people do is that that's there is still you know like a, a plot and stuff that I can attach myself to I just feel like there really wasn't much here but I mean I'll definitely be very interested uh, you know in whatever he does next I mean at, at the very least like you know that it's gonna look and sound good. And yeah, be worth it for that alone. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I guess we're going to rate it out of uh, out of ten, Timmy. What are you giving it? Uh, I mean, yeah. Again, it's a tough, uh, you know, to uh, again kind of mix that that stuff. Uh, so it, it might seem kind of low, uh, even though I'm not like super negative on the movie. But I'm I'm just gonna give it a six, just because like. Uh, I don't know. There, there's yeah, so much good filmmaking stuff, but uh, again, I just I, I definitely did feel bored at times, and I don't know. I just maybe wish there was a little, maybe a little bit more going on. But um, yeah, e- even with it being low, though, it's uh, again just hard to argue all the filmmaking aspect of it, which was really great. Uh, I'm going to go with the seven point five. I think there's a lot of potential in the filmmaker. I think there's a lot of great filmmaking, as Tim said. You know, mm. in there, 
It looks great. It sounds great. I think there's a great sense of dread because as much as nothing like super horror actually happens, it is still a horror movie because it has this feeling the entire time of it's building to something bad. It's kind of an internal horror movie. It's this existential horror movie uh, about the about this one character. Um, and I, I feel like it might even benefit and go up higher and on repeat viewings, but I can't mm-hmm. quite call it great, even though I think it's there's potential here from from uh, uh, Feld for for great things or Figafield or Featurefield or whatever, whatever good person's name. Uh, so yeah, seven point five for me. Um, potential, I see potential, uh, even if this one isn't a complete home run on its own. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That's uh, Hegazusa, uh, which is basically just a German word for uh, for witches, uh, which isn't really used anymore, but was used uh, in the time period. Uh, just because I, I happen to see that. So, uh, okay. but that, that is uh, that is uh, that is the movie. Uh, so if you've seen it, let us know what you thought of it in the comments below. Uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Um, uh, worth mentioning that uh, coming up there will be some theatre releases end of June, start of July, which will be a little bit late on. I'm just going to warn you because Tim's on vacation. Uh, but we'll be we'll be getting to them as quickly as we can after, uh, assuming they're still in theatres. Um, but uh, get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight if you want to uh, follow us on there and get me and Tim rambling about various things and bickering because <laughs> we do that a lot. Uh, you can support us over at patreon.com slash TV where you can, you can get us for a little as $1 per month. And at, for that $1, you get access to a bonus episode once per month. Uh, so, you know, worth having a look and see if you if you want that bonus episode. At the $5 too, you also get to vote on a movie every every month from a, from a themed vote uh, that we put up. So go have a look and see if there's anything you want there. Uh, otherwise, though, uh, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching the scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.